Does the thought of traveling in a plane with your little one give you a lot of anxiety? Are you not even sure where to start? This is Megan's As Mamas, two best friends with the same name and the same due date, sharing their different experiences as first-time moms. It's mini-sode time! Woo! So, we know that now that the Rona seems to be relatively under control uh folks are starting to travel more and i thought that it would be we thought rather um that we could talk about what it's like to travel with your little one on a plane and that i having done it several times now would be happy to sort of give my perspective and then megan's going to share some other great tips that we found so megan do you want to start with the basics sure um number one traveling with a little one is always stressful. Oh, or Lord. <laughs> more Can stressful just... than traveling alone, obviously. I mean, I love my baby. Let me start with that. I now look at people who are traveling by themselves and I'm like, that was the life. Mm-hmm. You don't even know. You don't even know. <laughs> so if you're a solo traveler or you get the chance to solo travel, just savor the moment. Uh, continue. Mm-hmm. continue. <laughs> yeah. And like full disclosure, I... Brian and I have not traveled on a plane with Riley yet, um, and it does give me anxiety, <laughs> but um, we were, we did like to travel a lot um, before the Rona and then the Bebe, um, and we would travel super light. Like, we did, a, we were one of those people, or some of those people, rather, that did carry-ons no matter what, so three-week honeymoon, carry-on. Both did carrots. Um, so it's going to be quite a shift when we um, try and travel with Riley because you have to pack all the things, um, <laughs> which we will go through some helpful tips and suggestions. So one of the first things to know that's super important when you're booking your flights is that children under two can fly as a lap infant and you don't have to purchase them a seat. Um, I did not know that before I was making flights. And I was like, wow, this is really expensive for, at the time, Ezra's first flight, he was three months old. Um, it's like, man, and they're like, oh, never mind. Children under two fly free. So that's an important thing to know. Um, we'll get into, if you want to use a car seat a little bit later, what that will look like. But just as a good tip, um, you don't need a seat. So the first thing about flying with your little one is you have to get organized. So I will say that when you're booking those flights, think about your little one's schedule. Uh, Do you want to try to fly at night in hopes that they will be more likely to sleep? Do you want them to fly after they've had a really great nap and they're fully awake so they aren't tired at all? Um, You know your little one best and you also know yourself best and what you're prepared to handle. So try to plan as head as much as you can. Yeah. Um, Also, think about how you want to travel in the airport. Do you want to wear your baby? Do you want to push them in a stroller? Um, And, you know, if you're pushing them in a stroller, just note that you can gate check that stroller um, a lot of times when you get to the actual gate and right before you board the plane. Mm -hmm. And on that note, we would highly recommend, or I would highly recommend, that you wear your baby. If they're at a stage where you are comfortable wearing them and they like to be in some sort of a carrier, it gives you both of your hands back. And that's just so nice when you're in that airport situation. But you, that may not be something you do as baby wearing. So definitely take that into consideration. 
Um, but speaking of checking, um, there are so many great carrying cases out there for strollers and car seats. So some strollers already come with a carrying case or you can purchase one separately. Um, and for car seats, I believe the company is called Jay McLaughlin and they have this backpack that fits a ton of different types of seats and it's got some padding in it. So you're able to help the seat stay protected, right? We've all had things smushed by <laughs> the folks <laughs> at the airport um, or watched videos of things being smushed and you don't want your car seat to be damaged, right? That's a really important piece of equipment. And so you can buy these bags ahead of time. Um, and it makes the whole process of checking the bag or checking the stroller or car seat a lot easier. Yes. Um, and speaking of things that you will be bringing with you, just in general, um, make a nice packing list and start early. Um, Brian and I were the carry on people and we were also like the pack the night before or morning of people. Oh, just yeah. always last minute. Um, especially Brian. I was a I was a bit more <laughs> prepared, but, um, yeah, I mean, if you're traveling with a baby infant, um, it, it, that list is going to be very helpful. Mm -hmm. And so what I did for Tyler and I was I made lists for all three of us, right? Because mom brain is so real. And if there's something special you need, write it down. And I put it in notes and notes has that nifty function where you can like check things off with the little circle. And that's what we did. And so when we packed, we used that as a checklist. And then the night before we were about to fly, we did the same thing again. And that way we knew we had everything that we needed. Um, yes. And, but I will say um, kind of a helpful tip. Um, if you are considering, you know, bringing your stroller, your car seat, your entire house, um, <laughs> don't, uh, don't go too crazy. And there are some other options that you can check into. Um there's a service or a company called Baby Clip um, where you can rent baby equipment such as strollers, high chairs, cribs, etc. in the city that you're going to. Um, so that's something that you could look into if you don't want to take all the things with you. Um, and also some if you're going to be staying in a hotel, um, some hotels have like cribs or kind of pack mm -hmm. and play type things that you can rent so you could call ahead of time and see if that's the situation and maybe you don't need to bring that um just some things to consider before you bring literally all the things yeah and on that note definitely be prepared but don't go nuts especially that first time you travel it's really easy to feel like you do need to pack the whole house mm -hmm. um and a rule of thumb i got from another mama who traveled pretty regularly with her little one was to bring the a team so that's only like the favorite teether, the favorite books, the favorite toys. Um, mm -hmm. And just try to leave everything else behind. And know that unless you're traveling to a really remote destination, there's going to be somewhere you can go nearby where you can buy something similar. Obviously, if your child has specific formula, specific medication, those are things you're going to want to pack. But if it's a toy, like you can find it something for them to play with just about anywhere. Um, and, kind and they of, love um, trash. <laughs> they love trash. Oh my gosh, they love. We'll talk about the trash in a second. Um, but yeah, especially if you also are going to want to think about your laundry access. And so, one example: the first time I flew, I was flying to my mother's house, so I knew I didn't need a zillion outfits. Um, but what 
I was told again by this same mama was to have two outfits a day or less. Um, she's like, the older they get and the less likely they are potentially to have like a blowout or something, you obviously don't need as many. Um, but this last flight I took with Ezra, I just did two outfits a day and he ended up actually going through some of them. One outfit was a three outfit day. So it was nice to know that I had enough, but I wasn't a pack mule. Yeah. I mean, so speaking of clothes, let's talk a bit about the day of, um, so pick your little one's clothing wisely. Um, definitely want to dress them comfy and something that you don't mind getting a little messed up as far as the day of travel. Um, and zippers are your friend. Yes, we actually this last time made the decision to fly with Ezra at nighttime, um, which was a choice, right? Was it a good choice? I don't really know. It's the lesser <laughs> of two evils when you fly with little people. Uh, but I put him in his PJs, zippered PJs. That way, um, and one specific brand is called Little Sleepies. They're really great. They have these, like, they have um, fold-over parts for hands and feet. Um, so that way he could stay nice and warm and also prevent him from touching all the things, which is a fool's errand, but, you know, we try. <laughs> um, another thing to do, think about the day of is to give yourself more time than usual. Um, if Tyler could get to a flight, as it's boarding, he would do it. Um, my anxiety doesn't love that. So we definitely didn't give ourselves enough time one of the trips. And it was really stressful because when you go in, um, you have to go to the counter. And so you're going to want to make sure that you give yourself time for that. Uh, you want to give yourself time to do a diaper change. So you're not like me and have to do a diaper change at the gate where you're like, hup, got your baby shoved in a corner trying to maintain his privacy while also doing the most nasty spinach diaper from hell right before <laughs> your flight. Like give yourself time to like not be anxious. Um, so get there as early as you need to, to build in all that time. Yeah. That's actually something Tyler and I have in common though. I hate like getting to the boarding area and like sitting there for an hour and I hate being on the plane for like more time than I need to but all that is uh is gonna change now with a little one <laughs> um also uh have your documents handy um, most airlines require you to bring your child's birth certificate um some will accept a photocopy but either way just be prepared and have those easily accessible so you're not scrambling around trying to find it Mm -hmm. I stuck mine with um, our passports. So Tyler and I still need to get that like real ID because Tennessee waited for a very long time. And I didn't want to go stand in line during a pandemic. So we have to fly with our passports right now. Uh, so I just shove his birth certificate in our passports and they all sit on the top of my purse. That way I'm not digging around with a baby and feeling stressed. Um, but along those lines of the bags, make sure that your diaper bag that you're going to carry on with you is totally stocked. So if your luggage goes to die somewhere, gets stolen, smushed, lost, set on fire, I don't know. You <laughs> want to be sure that you have every essential that you need for to get you through a couple of hours. So what that meant for us, since we're formula feeding, I had two complete servings of his formula um, powder as well as the water. That way, if something happened, I knew I could feed him for two feedings and not have to scramble around and figure out what to do. 
Um, so depending on your child's age, that might be snacks, pajamas, again, medication, stuff like that. You just want to make sure that you have that all in the bag you're carrying with you and that you feel stocked and secure should something happen to your luggage. Yeah, definitely. Um, know that security will look different if you have a little one. Um, you'll go through the metal detector, they'll swab your hands, um, and the usual like travel size liquid um, limit doesn't apply to the baby stuff, but they will have to run any liquids like breast milk formula. Um, and that's what I mean by the baby stuff, um, just like the feeding, like breast milk formula. Um, they will run them through a special machine. Um, doesn't hurt the liquid, but be prepared for your bag to get pulled to do that special check. And uh, if you can, just remember to put all the liquids on top so you don't have to rearrange your whole life. Mm -hmm. And they just know that um, it, it really doesn't hurt the milk. I think like Megan said that, but I really want to reiterate that because I think I read some misinformation out there when I was looking it up. I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, why would they use a machine that they knew damaged breast milk? And it doesn't. So don't let weird stuff on the internet fool you. Um, oh, the internet, dark. <laughs> the internet is like dark place. <laughs> um, so one thing that you will want to do when it opens back up again is to consider curbside if you have a lot of gear. So Tyler and I were, you know, sweet summer children for all the Game of Thrones fans. We um, <laughs> we were like, oh, we'll just do gate check. That way we don't have to carry all this, this shit through the airport. Because the first time we flew, we had travel crib, stroller, car seat, luggage, baby, diaper bag, like all this stuff. Uh, there was no curbside because of the Rona. So when it comes back, consider that as a great option for you. So you don't have to drag all your shit through the airport. Yep. Um, yep. And we mentioned consider wearing your baby um, to have your hands free. Um, but on the plane, um, you can also use a car seat if that's your jam. And if you're planning on bringing that um, to contain your older kiddos. Um, of course, you'd have to have a seat to do this in. Um, so you'd have to purchase a seat even if your baby is, you know, under the two-year mark. Um, but that's a good container if your baby's happy in a car seat, unlike Riley, who screams whenever <laughs> I put her in it. Um, but if you have one of those magical babies that doesn't mind a car seat, consider that. <laughs> and I will say that I hadn't even thought about this. And honestly, I've never seen it done IR. A lot of people use it, too, for, like, toddlers and the behavior management situation of, like, you're in your car seat. You stay in your car seat like you would in, your, in the car. Um, we're going to cross that bridge mm. when we come to it, though. So. Um, Ooh, that's interesting. Yeah. There, it, it, it's a power move. Uh, like I said, I think I'm going to have to do a little more thinking on that for us. Um, but other things to have on the plane is to have their favorite toys and or brand new toys. And so just like I said before, like this is the time for the A-team. And so for us, that meant how do dinosaurs say goodnight? It's Ezra's favorite book. Um, it's his comfort thing, right? Like you think about as a like a grown-ups, why do we re-watch the same TV shows over and over again? Because it's comforting and we know what's going to happen. Same thing with babies and the books that they hear all um, I've also heard, though, to bring, like, a brand new toy, something super exciting that's like, na na just for the plane. <laughs> um, and so do that. But also, my baby loves trash. My child loves 
his one of his favorite toys is a solo cup. He likes paper. Um, yep. So I was like, here, hold the boarding pass. He was flapping it around, playing with it. He has pacifier and so he wouldn't stick it in his mouth. So I knew that was a germ situation. But even if he did, so be it, right? Building that immune system. So definitely have the A-team or give your child the boarding pass, whatever is going to toot their horn. Definitely. Um, yeah, so another thing um, is to give your child something to suck on during, especially during like takeoff and landing. So whether this is a pacifier, a bottle, like consider feeding them if it works um, with the timing, um, your boob, if you're doing that, um, you know, if they're older, like a piece of food or candy, um, it'll help them with like the ear popping situation, um, since they don't really know how to resolve that themselves, um, during takeoff and landing. Yep. Um, and along that line, definitely be realistic. Um, this is advice we actually got from our pediatrician, uh, because I was like, when he was really little, I was like, I'm flying with him. It was during the pandemic. Still, I was super nervous. It felt like a bad mom. I cried a little bit on the plane. It turned out fine. Um, but he said, he's like, hey, you need to be realistic about what's going to occur on the plane. Your child will likely cry, especially if they're a baby at some point. They might scream. They might fight the sleep. They might, if it's an older child, they might be upset that they can't walk up and down the aisle. Whatever. It's okay. I'm just telling you now, whatever happens, it's okay. It's going to be stressful in the moment. But know that the people who are bothered by what's happening in that moment, like, you should, they shouldn't be any of your concern. They were a baby once, too. They just don't remember. Um, and just to focus on what is making you as a parent comfortable and what's making your little one comfortable. And trust me, like, no one wants a screaming baby. Everyone's on your team, right? Yeah. Like, when Ezra was, like, we had a 25-minute cage match the last flight because he just didn't want to sleep. And when he finally got to sleep, the woman behind us, she was like, oh, I'm so glad. She's like, I just felt so bad for him, right? Like, no one's yeah. like, damn, that baby. <laughs> they know he can't <laughs> help it. And so. And if they are, like, they suck anyway. And like. Yeah, whatever. they don't matter. So just try to not get too uh, wrapped up in what other people are up to. Yeah. And um, always keep in mind that after your flight duration, you're never going to see those people again. So amen. <laughs> amen. Um, yeah. So some other information that might be helpful, um, just also like consider a place your baby can sleep. Um, when you get to your destination, like if you're staying in a hotel, I already mentioned that some hotels have like cribs or pack in place for rent. Um, and you can ask, um, them ahead of time if that's something that you think would be helpful um, and a couple like product options um, that we'll link in our companion blog um, could also be good options like the slumber pod which is like basically like a tent that goes over your pack and play to keep like it very dark for your little one but also like still provide that separate and safe sleep space um, the California Pop and Glow is another um, safe sleep space and has a cover, um, and it's super easy to set up. Uh, we did a reel on that one. Um, Megan did. <laughs> so um, also in the Guava Lotus Travel um, Crib, oh. Megan, you have this one. Game yes. changer, right? I will sing its praises. So it, I got this from Joanna, shout out, um, a mama friend of ours. 
and it folds up into like a tiny, I wouldn't say tiny, I would say it's like carry-on sized, really lightweight bag that you can strap on like a backpack. And it turns into a full-size pack and play. And they have it for infants all the way on up. And it's just a super easy way if you're going somewhere where you don't have that pack and play choice um, to definitely use that. Yep. And also, if you're going to an Airbnb, uh, you can actually add that as a filter on your Airbnb to have it be like child friendly. And sometimes they'll have a pack and play that you can use. So definitely just like message your host and ask. They might actually have that or other equipment. Um, and a lot of times they'll put that information in the booking. That's actually something you can do. Um, I used to manage an Airbnb. So I know on the other side, you're able to sort of say like, hey, I have these things available for you. Yeah, that's great. Um, yeah, and like we mentioned, um, the many airlines will fly your car seats and strollers for free. And you can check them at the gate. Um, so you could use your stroller, you know, up until the gate and then fold it up and gate check it um, if that's what you think would be easiest for you. Um, also, along the note of a car seat, um, you can... So... so you can um, find Ubers with car seats. Um, also, rental car companies, if you're planning on renting a car, um, they do have the option, a lot of them do, to add a car seat rental um, to it. Um, so just also keep the, that in mind if you really don't want to bring your car seat. So, mm -hmm. And then there's also the product, the Duna which oh, yes that yeah. thing looks magical it does look magical which if you live in a city where you're taking taxis or ubers often or you're just a traveler it's a car seat that converts into a stroller now i will say it is not inexpensive and it is um uh only for like a very small like weight and age range right and height range excuse me um but it's still a great choice and this is something you're going to be doing regularly or if you're traveling to a foreign country and you're just like, you know what? I want to bring this with me. Um, so definitely check that out as well. Um, yeah. Another? Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to say, I, I'm i like considering, you know, if we decide to have another uh, child getting the Duna because it looks really great. It seems very like lightweight and I've seen that it's also really easy to install too. So yes. really great for traveling. I'm a giant weirdo, saw one out in the wild. We were at the zoo um, and I was like, hey, because um, we're, you know, new parents, whatever. It's like your secret weird club you're in. I yeah. was like, is it worth it? The Duna. And the mom was like, yes, it's the best. And I was like, okay. I did the I same thing. <laughs> I did the yes. same thing. Like, I, 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 we're I creepy took... together. <laughs> yeah, of course. I took Riley to music class and like it was an eight week long thing. Um, and the last class, like, um, one mom who came like several of the times, um, had the Duna and I was like, hi, I'm Megan. Is that thing worth it? <laughs> and because again, the weird secret club you're in, she's going to tell you that mom is yeah. going to tell you exactly what she thinks. And she said, yes, she's like, it's one of the best things that we got. Um, but definitely it's, it's pricey. Um, yep. so yeah. Um, the other thing you are now, speaking of creepy clubs you're in, <laughs> you're now part of family boarding. What? what? 
So specifically for Southwest, uh, that means, and actually all airlines, that you're right after the, like, the fancy people, then it's you. And so especially if you're flying Southwest, the people's airline, uh, you don't have to worry about logging in and, like, getting your boarding pass and stressing because you get to go right after the A group. Yes, that's nice. It's very Uh, nice. It makes life much easier. Yes. Um, And I already mentioned baby quip. Um, If you wanted to rent baby equipment in the city that you're going to instead of hauling it all with you, um, obviously you'd have to check that out and see like what brand, etc. are available where you're going um, if it works for your family. Um, another like piece of equipment um, is a portable high chair. Like consider that. Um, there's a few good options for this. Um, I did. I was perusing some some other blogs about like traveling with infants and babies, um, and there was a cool like cloth one that just slips right over a normal restaurant or dining seat, um, and it folds up super small to like put in your purse. Um, so we'll link that option as well as far as a portable high chair. Okay. But like, I might need that. Cause right now we have the one from Boppy, which I love. It's got like toys attached and blah, 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 but it's definitely not something I would travel with because it's large. And when you're traveling, you don't want to bring the large thing that has one job. You want to bring the, if it's a large thing, you want it to do 16 things for you. Right. Um, so definitely, um, I wouldn't, uh, advocate for that for this but I, I still would highly recommend that um otherwise but that is all we have yes um so really excited to uh try all these tips out when we decide to uh travel and uh hopefully it makes it a little less stressful though as we pointed out it's there's gonna be some degree of stress but uh eventually you all are get you will get there and uh have a great time i'm sure absolutely so megan tell the people where they can find us all right um follow us on instagram we're at megan's as mamas and the companion blog to this podcast is megan's as mamas.com and if you're listening to us on apple podcast please rate and subscribe it's the best way to spread the word and share this with the mama in your life all right until next time bye bye